we're back. Uh, got nothing for you. Episode six coming at you. People's podcast. I'm Devin. He's still Pat. The intro uh, to this week's episode is all about redemption for the podcast. We we got some people that we didn't like out. Um, some some awesome things happen with finding idols. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about two pretty cool challenges. We'll talk about. Uh, just the best ending of any episode uh, ever, and mm. then uh, and then kind of leading into next week, we got we got something special on the docket for you. But uh, first up, um, you know, we had Michael searching for the idol, and and, uh, and he found he found Ozzy's idol, uh, the the old one. That uh, that do you do you, did you remember much about that idol, Pat? No, and it might have been just because it was the least effort they ever put into an idol. Yeah, for real. And I also kind of didn't uh, didn't super. It, it was sort of cheesy. The the whole this idol has been at Ghost Island for like gaining its power for all the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's just part of the show. You got to accept. You know, well, this was a, this this episode was really heavy in in uh, the Survivor. Some people call it folklore. Some people call yeah. it bullshit. But it's it's. Uh, the Survivor Gods were were looming large this episode. <laughs> For real, uh, the, the cheese ball aspect of Survivor has never ever been something that's bothered me. But I don't know for whatever reason that that stuck with me. Like like it was just like uh, Thanos in the shadows, like gaining power <laughs> before he takes down the Avengers. Like yeah, it was. Uh, I think it's just because they're 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 being a little heavy handed with like the Survivor Gods and the history mm. of Survivor this season. That's probably why it's like standing out a little more. Yeah, it's just it, otherwise it's like the super fan that brings it up right now and again and you're like all right steve mm-hmm. you know <laughs> right all right i also felt like they had to be coaching these people a little bit on these idols because there's no way they all just remember oh, for sure. like for sure like michael seems like he's super into it so maybe maybe not him but um and maybe this episode the two idols were a bad bad uh example of, of what i'm getting at but just right just I, I can't I, I mean I've watched a lot and I, I can't remember every single idol. I remember the one that Boston Rob threw into a volcano because he he was he just didn't even need it. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, that's that's why he's a legend. A little yeah, different from uh, Doctor Mike chucking it in. Doctor Mike uh, in the blazer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, was about, I, was, I was talking about Doctor Mike from last year where he threw Lawrence oh, yeah, idol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, Blazer Mike was back. Um, that's that's I, I like to think of him as like uh, date Mike from The Office. Like when he puts on the blazer, he's got a different <laughs> different persona. He's the twenty three year old. Uh, no, but it was good, man. Your boy got after it. He's found two idols now. Um, this time, I mean, he we saw how well I thought he played in a loss with his last idol. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what he does with this one. Um, and it looks, I mean, he's, he's going to get a he's actually going to get a chance to play it, and I don't think he'll necessarily be right on the bottom uh, coming into. Coming in next week, so that that'll be fun. I did find it a little weird they were, you know, the rest of his tribe was just, you know, they're kind of being a little coy or a little, I don't know what the right word is, but it annoyed Stupid. me. Yeah, they're like, is he looking for the idol? Why is he looking for like why? Do, of course he's looking for the idol. You've voted against him three straight times. I'm surprised it took him this long. Maybe I mean, I'm sure he was, but he was out there yeah. looking. Yeah, no, um, Desiree was literally like. I think she literally even said, I don't, I don't care if he's looking for the idol. Like, what's he going to do? Like, as if she didn't know that, uh, you know, at the midpoint of this game, all of the tribes come together, Desiree. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. And typically the, the idols don't don't go away. So, yeah, sort, sort of stupid on their part. I don't 
I don't know that anyone would have been able to stop him, but at least they could have been like definitely armed with that knowledge. Uh, right, right. You'd rather you'd rather know what he has mm-hmm. and know how to prepare for it rather than just kind of wonder and maybe split a vote where you don't need to. Right. Uh, so, so he found that idol, and then and then they jumped into the reward challenge. Uh, you know where they had Ooh. to. It's a cool challenge. They, they've Ooh. done it a few times where they got to hold those ropes, and, and I'm not. And, I'm not talking about the ropes. I'm talking about steaks on the table with the kebabs. Man, this was a <laughs> the reward. The stakes were high. Yeah. The, st- the stakes have never been higher. Higher than uh, they've ever been. I thought it was super cool. Um, I thought Braden Strab kind of sucked, which which was which was solid. Like they they, they who's uh, Bradley? Sorry, I said Braden. Wow. Bra- yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've just never gotten his name right, and I want it to be very clear for the record that it is purely out of disrespect. Fair enough. So, yeah, uh, yeah Braden was sass and Donathan. <laughs> uh, I did not like that, but 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 Donnie stood up for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see that backbone too, and and it kind of this was this was the first it was, it was the first part of this episode where I got I got a little little bubbly. I felt something good happening. It was the first yeah. time where they were that where we worried about it last week. Where, you know, uh, I think I can now safely say former enemy number one of the cast, Bradley, was going to be in too good of a position to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, oh, it felt good. It felt yeah. real good. He unraveled real quick, and I, I was I was pumped about Donathan because not only did he stand up for himself when he kind of got barked at there, but he he also like did well like it, it seemed like he was performing well in the challenge like they were relying on him at the end to put the puzzle pieces up and i mean even still uh knowing what we know about him and and friend of the cast all that mm-hmm. i still wouldn't have trusted him to do that last part like i, I would have put no almost maybe anyone else out there so uh i was i was pumped i was proud of him yeah this is this, this was one of those weird challenges where you know we we talked about it a little bit last week where james kind of brought up the physical threat you know, he he, he didn't bring up what we've talked about. Uh, you know, you can't. Everyone can't be expected to know what we know. It's all right, James. <laughs> but this this is the type of physical thing that we talk about, where it's being a physical threat doesn't mean necessarily having the six pack or the muscles or the laser show on the uh, cannon arm. You know, for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we saw we saw Wendell who he did he did tough it through and figure it out. He struggled a little bit in this challenge, I thought. Um, yeah. And then you see somebody like, uh, who was it? Was it was it Jess? Jess, I thought did really well in this challenge. Just basically walked up, walked back. Oh you know, yeah, the, yeah, she was it, great. It, but yeah, the, the the grand point is is who you think is a physical threat might not be a physical threat just because of the nature of the challenges. Yeah, I think I think what's you know it's it's not always black and white unless we're talking right. about does Kellen suck and, and in which case she normally does and she did get into this challenge <laughs> along with all of Malolo but the way that she sucks I just find so annoying because her, her the tribe has been so bad so bad in challenges so it's not it's not like they're getting on each other really like they're, they're sort of like in on the suckiness and really just trying to like coach each other up and saying like yeah oh, no, come on come on come on like trying to help each other and and you sort of have to understand that, that where that stress is coming from but she just like cannot take any level of criticism no matter where it's coming from right yeah it and uh it's kind of remarkable because you you you'd think at this point in her life she'd be used to it uh but it was i thought a pretty interesting wrinkle where um, so you have um, 
Was it Yanua that won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yanua won, they got the steaks as well as the kebabs. Mm -hmm. And then Navidi got just the kebabs. Yep. So Navidi got second, and then they got to pick. So it wasn't the, like, they kind of got like a... I'd, I'd actually say that was, I mean, I don't know about the steaks. The steaks would have been nice, but I thought that was a really interesting wrinkle not to allow, like, the outright winners to have the choice of who to right. send to Ghost Island. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. And and they sent uh, they sent Kellen there. And the reasoning there, I don't know, maybe you can talk me through this a little bit, was, like, we want to keep that part of the game a secret, which, it, sure, I guess. I don't know. but then I liked it, it, man. I liked it. I, I mean, really I liked did. it because screw her. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's kind of a catch-22 because I thought the same thing. It was like, great, you know, because I could tell how much she didn't like Ghost Island. Yeah. But she also kind of knew she was going to get an advantage. This has been so long since anything had happened. That's true. So it was like, uh, she gets a little bit of an advantage, even though you know it's not like... You, you kind of put her in a place she doesn't want to be. Uh, but for me, I thought, I thought, yeah, let's keep it a secret. But it was... What was interesting to me that it wasn't like a unanimous Navidi decision, because it kind of felt like yeah, Kellen knows, so let's allow Kellen to know. I would have thought one of the, I don't know who was on the tribe. It actually would have been uh, Donathan and Libby. I'm surprised right. they didn't say no. Let's go draw rocks, because mm-hmm. I don't want Kellen getting another chance for an advantage, especially with how strong Navidi has played. So yeah. that I don't get, but I like I like the idea from the Navidi members on that tribe. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it in the house. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, you're talking me back to it a little bit. Then I, I understand that a little more. But, but Libby and Donathan yeah. got to go. I think. I think they got to step up a little there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, coming out of the challenge, just just one last little Donathan note while we're on it. Mm. Uh, he was he had like a little confessional. I think going into a commercial, you know how to do those quick ones, right? Oh and yeah, right talk- after. He was talking about uh, Bradley uh, kind of giving him crap during the challenge. And he was like, that fire that was in my body. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, yeah he, we, we, can, we can talk about it later. But he, he kept, he kept yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah. He, it wasn't just something he said. He worked on it at camp. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Kellen went to Ghost Island. Um, and long story short, she gets to play a challenge, wins. Survivor gods helped her there. It was her fate. Yada yada yada. Yeah, we kind of we kind of I guess when people return to Ghost Island at this point in the game, like for a second time, it's kind of like there's no sob story to go into it. So it's it's sort of just like a quick transaction while you're there. Do they play the game? Don't they play the game? Do they win it? Whatever, whatever. Uh, she gave that little confessional where she said like, you know, I have to like keep my wits about me, whatever, whatever, because you know. I need and I need to start playing this game because everyone's just gonna think that I'm this like sweet little girl that everyone likes, <clears throat> which I like triple took on because I never got that impression of her. She she kind of seemed like that like uh, social studies teacher that says like in in the most condescending tone possible like Patrick, are you listening? You know what I mean? Right, right. As she's uh, talking about something I wasn't listening to. <laughs> exactly. But she knows that I wasn't listening. But she's still asking to see if I might like come back for five more it's, seconds. It's just about putting you in your spot because it's the same thing we were talking about last week, really. It's just like that power dynamic where she's like happens to be in this high up position. It's like, well, I can make a seventh grader look like an idiot. <laughs> right. Like I can make Donathan look like an idiot because he's been on a shit drive the whole game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just so it's, it's yeah, it's so frustrating to see. I mean, I guess it it is it is what it is, but um, she seemed rejuvenated coming out of that. Yeah. She had an advantage. The advantage is, I believe, just an extra vote where originally it was 
basically a two-vote swing. You get mm-hmm. to steal someone's vote and then play it on your own. Um, so I like that it wasn't – because I, I think that's just such an OP move to be able yeah. to have a two-vote swing at this point in the game. And they probably did it in case they went back to tribal because then that would <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically her with majority on her own. Um, so in any case, she um, – she got she got that advantage and and given the numbers and how they've stacked up, you'd have to say kind of going into a merge, she's in pretty good shape. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I she's definitely we, in a solid position. Are we? Um, we don't have to be in agreement, you know. Um, as another great podcast would say, embrace debate. Uh, but is 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 Kellen our new public enemy number one of the cast? We don't have to, you know. Even though even though our the other one in contention isn't with us anymore. He can stay number one. I mean, I really, uh, like, genuinely disliked him. Uh, but Kellen's my number one. Kellen's my number one. Yeah, I think I might stick with Chris. Just oh, you but, stick with Chris? Yeah, I was, I was talking about Brad. No, no, I know, I know. Well, I, I'm taking Bradley out of out of consideration. Uh, he's, mm. he's in the hall of shit, as it were. Right. So, so he'll stay out there. But uh, I mean, Kellen's definitely making a, a strong charge for it. Um, so you're you're still you're still dogging on Chris, a little bit, yeah. I'm starting we to come around s- on him. I really am. <laughs> we didn't see him enough this episode to to really like. <laughs> he had a he had a couple one liners that just yeah. made me realize. But it's it it's a uh, say what you will about the dude. It's it's first class casting. This is how you mm-hmm. show sticks around for 36 seasons. He is he's one of the best casted members of Survivor in recent memory. Just with how clueless, colorful, athletic, handsome, uh, alpha, you know, he's, he's got a lot of characteristics that in one person that are usually aren't, aren't there. Love him or hate he's, him. He's so alpha. He's, he's I'm starting to love alpha. him. I'm starting to love him. He's starting to be like a little Conor McGregor for me. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so I guess coming out of Ghost Island, we we saw some interesting. We can go to Navidi uh, a little later, but at Yanuya, um, they got the the kebabs. Chris gave a super lackluster speech. I thought about how they how they really pulled this one out. Um, yeah, but I thought it was it was interesting for me to uh, one of the first times we saw anything emotional or, or like any outside of the game aspects from from Wendell. So it was. It was nice to see that from him. Uh, he's, he's a human. Uh, he misses his girl, his baby girl. Uh, girlfriend has a had her birthday while he was on the island, so that's got to be tough for him. But uh, were you at all impressed that he uh, he was able to keep track of the date? Oh yeah, absolutely. Are, are we even sure that they did it on the right day? I'm not. Was, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, me neither. I mean, he must. He must have gotten that from a producer. Or if the producers had been telling Survivor contestants. The day, all this time, man, that's going to rock my world. It's like when I found out the Property Brothers didn't do the actual renovations. That would really, really bust me up. Well, we're going to have to set up another another cast to uh, speak through that because I, I didn't know that. So, mm-hmm. about the, regarding the Property Brothers, that's... Survivor that's actually... Bros, the Fiver, Survivor Bros, Property Bros... <laughs> So with Wendell, yeah. this this is a yeah, big keep, keep moving. Keep this moving. is a big uh, big interesting time at at the Yanuya tribe because uh, you, you see them enjoying their reward, but then also uh, Wendell Ooh. smart power move. I'll just say it right now, my 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 Mister Nedley power move of the week. Uh, 
as people are enjoying the food, he, he literally in this confessional says, you know, we're, we're not eating that much. So when you get these types of rewards, people eat a lot, which is great. And then they all pass out. So I'm going to take that time and I'm going to go find the idol and no one's going to be any any of the wiser. Yeah. And it seemed fully like they weren't. Like they had no idea. And he, he digs up the idol and it is the best, maybe most infamous idol in Survivor history, Eric, the, the, the bozo who gave it away and then got voted out. Um and that we got that this idol has grown in in power stuff again. Yeah. But uh, your thoughts on Wendell getting the idol? Yeah, first on Eric, that's got to be the worst move in Survivor history. And mm-hmm. for for those for those wondering why this is a theme season, this move is why it's a theme season. This has been the mistake that they've been thinking about Ghost Island. They just need a lot of other mistakes that are close to how stupid this one was, and that takes thirty five seasons to get there because <laughs> this, it's it's I can't. Is there ever a situation where that move makes a shred of sense? I don't I don't think so, man, right? Like it's unless you have another secret advantage somewhere or something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I was going to say the only time giving immunity away makes any sense is when it is a hidden immunity idol because then you're sort of like rolling the dice that you're picking the person that the majority, if as it were, were like trying to vote out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so <laughs> yeah. It, in any case, um, really, really awesome in my opinion by Wendell because you always see people scrambling for an idol. You know, you see people kind of looking for an idol when they need an idol, and that mm-hmm. kind of people start to learn about what you have, what you don't have. They can strategize around that. But if Wendell's ever in trouble. No one's going to suspect him of having an idol, and if they keep an eye on him and see that he doesn't find one, he can do the blindsiding with the idol. So I think that's really good. You don't see a lot of people doing that, so I think that's really smart. What I'm kind of starting to wonder is, after the merge, is Wendell too nice? Is he too likable? And is he playing a good Mm -hmm. enough of a social game for people to start to want to get him out? I think the answer to that is yes. Too, Too good of a social game. I think that I think that around like nine or ten, people are going to start to think, guys, if Wendell gets to the end, he wins. Yeah, that's probably fair. And I and I I, I worry about that with him, but I also think that because he was I, the one remembering little nuggets about everyone, right? Yeah, which might be just yeah. subtle enough that people don't think about it. But when they were singing "Happy Birthday" to his girlfriend, all I could think of was, "Oh man, yeah, that's true. He's way too nice. He's mm-hmm. way too nice." So um, we'll see, we'll see if you change your picks. After I after I let you think about that for another another fifteen yeah. minutes or whatever it my, is, but my concern about him right now is is silly maybe, but he points it out even that because that is an immunity idol that was won through a challenge, it's not your typical hidden immunity idol. So the thing is fucking massive. Where is he <laughs> yeah. gonna hide that thing? Yeah, I yeah, I was watching with my girlfriend last night and she said, Where the fuck do they put these idols? Yeah. Like, like, and it seemed like they almost put it back in this neat little package. Like, it has, like, hinges on it almost. But, uh, yeah, I guess the whole thing with um, with the idol that Michael found was that some dude thought that he found an idol, but in reality he just dug up a stick. You know, right. and so he played it, went home. Uh, but, yeah, I you'd think that someone would be able to find this. Like, they could... It's big enough that he's not going to be able to hide it so well, so if someone else is looking for an idol, they might find Wendell's idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like purely speculative. I've never seen that happen, but uh, I don't know if he puts it in his bag. Even like his bag's yeah. gonna look like clumpy because of it. it so, well, you, you, 
at, at the merge, you gotta you gotta take it out of the bag. Desiree's gonna go digging. Right, 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 for sure. But in any case, we have we have a lot of things in the in the game. I think now is a good time to do a recap of what we have. Uh, right now, we have Dom with an idol and an advantage that gets him a vote. He can use that advantage at thirteen or six, and we're at fourteen mm-hmm. right now, so we can use it next one. Um, we have Mike with an idol. We have Wendell with an idol, and we have Kellen with an extra vote, which I think she can use whenever she wants. Yeah. Is that it? I think that covers all of our advantages. That's a lot in play. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. So that's a ton, yeah. It's it's crazy that like the there's so many things going on and like because I think the thing that it does is it's almost like a false sense of confidence for some of the people that have these advantages and these idols because in a typical game, like that really like gives you a, a solid solid advantage but but here you have three other people who have just as good or if not better situations than you and, right and you know you have no idea yeah the for instance the uh the extra vote doesn't do you much good if you're trying to blind somebody who's ending up going to play an idol something like that right you know um and i suppose your idol doesn't do you much good if you didn't think you had you had thought you had the numbers but the extra votes in play so it goes both ways mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to see how this thing um plays out but um, so we we did have to go back for an immunity challenge, and Malolo, at the risk of becoming the worst tribe in Survivor history, after Sir Sir Derwin cursed him by saying they were the best tribe in Survivor <laughs> history, they snuck one out. Yeah, man, it was solid, dude. I, I it was uh, you know you have to you have to give them props for burning their own flag and and really just getting the juju back on their side. But um, oh god, don't, can't stand it. It was good, man. Michael Michael was a beast, I thought, in that challenge, man. He fucking fully carried them, swimming, like uh, throwing those rings, pulling them back, the whole thing. He was he was a monster in that challenge. As a um, as a former pool athlete, we'll say, because um, mm-hmm. there's they were tossing rings, they were diving, they were swimming. I want to get all the pool sports involved here. Um, let me get your grades on. Three people. I'm gonna go one on one on each tribe. Um, okay. So you talked about Michael. Give give me a on a scale of uh, a one to ten, one to Phelps. How'd Michael do? So I mean, is a ten is Phelps? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, how, yeah. He was up there, maybe as a nine. He was. It was solid. I, I, it well, was Phelps really has solid. to be. Phelps has to be ten, right? Yeah, so I'm just taking. I'm just like, no one's gonna get a ten. Well, that's what you think. Um, so next one, Chris. Yo, Chris had like a legit, like solid swimming dive. Like, I could still critique it. Like, you gotta get that belly up, and you gotta look forward a little bit to get that belly up. But I mean, it was, it was solid. And that that was from the height that you're doing a yeah. swimming dive from, uh, which I think is probably lost on people who haven't swam because like you. It is very very easy to either a belly flop or b just smack your nuts against the water so hard from that <laughs> height because you you have to jump out so far to get an angle where you're still like propelling yourself forward once you enter the water. So Chris was solid. Chris was Chris okay. was a nine as well. Man, he was he was okay. good. Okay, so uh, eight and eight eight. He was an eight because he didn't do as good uh, ring tossing and then he pulled himself out. Mm, okay, then uh, I'll send it home. With who I believe is our closest to the Phelps, how did how did Sir Dom do? 
Tom, Tom was a two man. It looks like he was drop. He was like actively trying to drop the people's elbow on the water. You know what I mean? And was he this did the it. situation with the with the nut smack? Was he doing that, or because he he was just avoiding that with a strong side side smack? So that's that's how he salvages the two because. Mm. He clearly knew or had been in a situation where he has sna- smacked his nuts on the water before. So he just completely took that out of the equation by rotating onto his side and just dropping the, the hammer down in the form of his elbow on the water. The water went out, though. They got was, the three count. I was going to say, the water did not look like it was having a good time. So a bit of, bit of foreshadowing. We got a nine, an eight and a half, and a two. Uh, who's coming out the victor of this challenge? It's not the two. I should say the loser because we got three. So, um, yeah, it was it was Navidi who ended up going to tribal after what I thought was a pretty decent performance by Donathan. Again, trying to hold his own against what we talked about, people who just look like better athletes. Wendell and Chris did well for Yanua, the dream team. Um, I forget who's who did it on the on Malolo. Was it Michael? I think it was Michael. It was Michael. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Michael. yeah. So they they did really well, and Donathan couldn't quite pull it off. To Tribal we went, and honestly, Devin, how were you feeling going into Tribal knowing that Bradley was on the chopping block? I felt really, really pretty good because as much as I was, like, talking myself into, like, if this guy is such an asshat, then it might be smart to keep him around. Um, Dom seems like an emotional type guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I kind of figured that he was going to try and, and... twist the vote in a way that, that that would push Bradley out because he's just I mean you see it with Chris like yeah. what, Chris never really actually did anything to Tom and uh, vice yeah. versa to a certain like like in the in the in the scheme of like what we have seen in Survivor like they didn't really do anything to each other they just decided they didn't like each other because they're yeah. both like big um, yeah they they didn't immediately trust each other because they both wanted to be the alphas and then when they realized that they couldn't trust the other person the rivalry was born Right, 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 for sure. And then so, the narratives change, but yeah. Yeah, so so I thought that because, uh, you know, you've seen Dom's, like, emotional uh, decision-making in the past, that, that there was a good chance that he would try and push that around, um, you know, and he knew that he would have Dom, uh, sorry, uh, Donathan and, and Libby in his corner as well. So I thought there was a pretty good chance of it. I, I felt really strong about it because Libby had some really strong anti-Bradley words. Um, yeah. Bradley was a super bitch during the uh, right. when they had the kebabs back at camp. <clears throat> they they did a good job playing up the narrative of him, yeah, being this this hangry hangry dickhead. Do you at all worry that that's what that's what you would be like? So yeah, I, this is my bone. I had to pick with you, where it says that you are Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> and to answer the question, do I warrant? War- <laughs> yes, I absolutely worry that that's what I would be like. And I think it's probably closer to what I would be like than I would care to admit because I am a world-class asshole when I'm hungry. Yeah. I think the thing that I could say that would differentiate me from him is that I can still self-deprecate, which is not something that he seems to have the capacity to do. Uh, So I think that I I would have hopefully a little more self-awareness. But that being said, if, if, if we get back to camp and we have some kebabs... Just cook the fucking kebabs, dude. Like, shut the hell up. Like, I don't care how you season them. I, I need protein in my body ASAP. Yeah, I was on Bradley's side twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, then and when on the initial on the immunity challenge, he swam out to get the farthest rings first. 
It's a selfless yeah. move. You kind of set your team up for a little bit better success in the future. So uh, little did he know the people's elbow was coming next. So, uh, But, no, he, he – I, I think – I'm kind of wondering – like he definitely said some shit that obviously wasn't edited. But I think that kind of given how the narrative changed – or maybe not changed, but like he went from seemingly no one noticing he was a dickhead to everybody hating him in one episode. I wonder if they really just kind of hammed it up in hindsight, all the the shit he said behind the scenes, or just the one-off snidey remarks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was um, it was it was it was good to see a, like us get a win, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. He um, I, I think his issue is. I mean, he's, he seems like a bright dude and all that stuff. But his issue is that his, like, funny and his, like, cracking jokes to, like, make friends and, like, whatever is is 100% centered around complaining. Think about everything yeah. he said that got any sort of smile or laugh or, like, in a one-off conversation with someone that wasn't directly related to how he was playing the game. It was like, well, this speech has dirt. Which is unfortunate, and oh well, they're gonna have. It's gonna be fun to get to know them until we pick them off one by one because they're all awful people. Like, like yeah. it was always just centered around like kind of being an a hole. I thought the thing that you see saw that really like encapsulated the Bradley experience was him him answering Jeff's question at Tribal. Uh, about how he loves, about how uh, how he is, and, and how he's always going to embrace debate. Um, and then Jeff tries to like move on to the next question, and and he cuts him right off. And he's like, "Well, sorry, I just love conversation, Jeff." Yeah, because that's how conversations normally work. You fucking asshat. I'm uh, I'm just so glad he went up. I mean, that was more of a win for the cast, though. You yeah. know, I think that we've been um, oddly. We've been in. We've we've liked the same people and disliked the same people. That that's probably mm-hmm. going to change a little bit after the merge. Uh, but usually, yeah, we kind of yeah. we have some more variance. But we both we needed this one um, for sure. You know, but in, in in any case, were you again? I was I was watching this and I I thought Bradley was the smart move. I was like Bradley's a smart move. Bradley's going home. I'm watching my girlfriend. She says no, he's not. Uh, Libby's the smart move here. You just want Bradley to go home. I think there's some truth to that. Was Libby the smarter move? Was the smarter gameplay play? Because she, going back into Emerge, she's been very good at kind of just slithering on by, making that one move that she made and falling back into obscurity. I could see her coming back, making a move and slipping. and I, I could see her being a real slippery player to the end. Whereas Bradley, I feel like, would have run into a problem on his own eventually. I think in the terms of... Does Libby have a better shot individually to win the game than Bradley does? Yeah. Yes, I think I would agree with that. But I think that getting the the power away from uh, what tribe was he even on initially? Navidi, it wasn't Navidi, the original right? Navidi, Yeah. I think getting the power away from that group of people is so important for everyone else going into emerge and the kind of even the playing field. So then you can get after a Libby. And, and Lord knows, I would love to get after Libby. Yeah, uh, but you can do that at a later at a later point in time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's especially going into the merge now, which um, is super exciting. I'm 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 glad we don't have to guess. I'm glad that they told us it's coming. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Me too. Uh, so we can kind of lead into a little bit. But going into the merge, that Navidi who had been so strong, like I don't want to say Bradley was the kingpin, but he was one of those 
one of the cornerstones, so to speak, of that original Navidi, and to take him out, especially when Navidi still had the numbers, that original Navidi with Chelsea and Dom, who you could say flipped to join uh, Donathan and Libby, um, mm-hmm. that might rock a lot of those foundations that we've been pretty annoyed with. Right, right, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the And we can finally get rid of, you know, the famous six-day relationships, six-hour relationships that, that are, are, are what the game is built off of. It'll help break those down a little more. Um, the good thing about, uh, or the nice thing, I guess, about you not wanting to call Bradley the kingpin is he would definitely just do that for you, and he would be happy to do that. He's, right. he's the greatest kingpin that there's ever been, mm-hmm. uh, which is why it made it so much better as he's walking away that they zoomed in on Donathan, the Don father, as I'd like to, uh, <laughs> to, to call him. Uh, and he had this Come little wry me. smile. <laughs> on the day of the immunity challenge. <laughs> I just love it when people play emotionally, man. It's it's uh, gets gets me going, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was fun. And what's going to be even more fun is I'm just licking my chops to see. I, I can see it now. I'm, I'm closing my eyes. Another another great radio segment. Close your eyes, folks. Let's welcome in Navidi Tribe. Bradley voted out of last tribal council. Cut to Kellen. Broken. Oh, man. I just got chills. Did you? Can I, can I, uh, unpa- can I, I did get chills. Yes. Good. Okay. To answer your Good. question. And then I need to tell you something uh, further that's going to maybe make your blood boil. Okay. So I had some, uh, quality time on the uh toilet between the hours of three and five a.m uh last night it wasn't wasn't feeling too well mm. and Let spent some, know. some real time on twitter and instagram just getting deep into some things and i can tell you with uh, a reasonable amount of certainty that guess who is dating <laughs> oh no Br- bradley and kellis no <laughs> no Oh my god. No. <laughs> the Why? worst the worst two people you could possibly imagine. All right, well by the time this is posted there will be a petition on change.org preventing them from procreating. <laughs> That's oh what I was going to say. Imagine that kid, dude. Holy crap. Oh my god. No. I think those would be the first two parents that actively tell their kids that they, they don't you, you don't need to take criticism and you certainly don't need to take it well. Oh, God, this just really upsets me. I mean, on one hand, it's like, you know, you know that they deserve each other. So I guess <laughs> that it's that part of it's nice. But on the other hand, just like, uh, just really, really grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. I also didn't think that uh, that, that was the team that uh, that Bradley played for, to be completely honest with you. Um, nah, I could see that. I could, I mean, it might, it, that might change <laughs> at some point. Uh, we got a, 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 a cackling human that has walked into the Engineer room. Engineer Jake in the building. I <laughs> yeah, can't so hear everyone's... Devin. But I do see Pat here has this giant microphone set up, and Devin looks like a chump talking into a fucking MacBook, probably. Uh, Devin... Oh, he's got a mic! Yeah, this, this is why we don't give Engineer Jake a mic normally on the show, guys, but, um... Yeah, it, it says nice. really all you, you all you to need to know about. It says all you need to know about Engineer Jake that he he doesn't understand why he can't hear the audio coming out of the computer. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have a microphone. Yeah, that's how you hear things. <laughs> you need headphones, right. buddy. Back to the back to the dashboard. 
Um, sorry about that, folks. It'll probably happen again. The live listeners are really <laughs> upset about Engineer Jake's sudden appearance. That is a power move. It's a good transition, just popping onto a live podcast and just talking. Has that guy put stuff in his sock again? I listened to the first episode, boys. What guy's put stuff in his sock? He put the rice in his sock, and you said you wouldn't. Even oh, Derwin! Fucking oh, yeah. Derwin! No, no, he got voted off. But but we do with the, the, He's know, still on the island. We're pretty sure he's running. still on the island. He lost his shoes in the ocean, so we're pretty sure he's just oh, looking for him. Classic mistake. Lost had the smoke monster. <laughs> Survivor <laughs> has Derwin. Never with shoes as bait. <laughs> True. All right. Well, yeah. So that was that was a solid power move by Engineer Jake to get onto the mic. But let's wrap this up and drink. Yep. The, the, <laughs> I spilled over your water. Oh boy. Oh, uh, well, my water's in New York City. Uh, my power move of the week again is is uh, is Wendell finding the uh, the idol while everyone was asleep. Uh, Mr. Crowley, your your power move of the week, sir. Um, yeah, so that, that threw me off a little bit, Engineer Jake coming in, uh, but my power move of the week, Wendell's a good one, Wendell's a good one, um, and you did elaborate on that, and this is what some folks would call stalling for time. Um, I am going to have to go, hmm, I can buy you a little bit of it saying that my picks uh, for Lock, Wildcard, and Wishful are going to remain the same this week uh, with Wendell, Michael, Mr. Yerger and uh, and and wishful Libby, I might God. keep I might keep Libby as wishful even two even of your she's voted out. I mean the wish won't change. <laughs> uh, two, well, yeah, two two your uh, two of your three found idols. Good week for your squad. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I was just listening to you and not thinking, so I'm gonna give it to my wishful, who won't be changing. I'm gonna give it to Sir Donathan for stepping up and. I don't want to say in losing the immunity challenge, but it was not a position I expected Donathan to put himself in to throw the ranks. I expected, I just did not think that that was something where he would be willing to take um, kind of the ownership of winning or losing the challenge against just athletes. And that, that Navidi tribe didn't have athletes, but they, they. I mean, I, guess, I, I don't know. I would have expected it to be somebody other than... I just su- surprised that Bradley allowed Don to, to yeah. throw. So he might have been too was, tired. Dom was definitely too tired. Maybe yeah, that's why. Yeah. It was a pretty was weak power guess. move, admittedly. But um, I'll lump that in with him, kind of, at least in my opinion, or at least the editor's opinion, leading the charge to to vote Bradley out. Yeah, for sure. Wendell's for a good sure. power move, but I'm worried about Wendell's being too nice. Um, but yeah, we so see. wishful my Don, Donnie's staying. That's for sure. Um, Sebastian, yeah. Sebastian's staying. I don't like. There's some people that I, th- I like more than Sebastian, but I still think Sebastian's a good wild card. Mm-hmm. He also um, seems like he needs to floss, but we can we can get into that later. Mm, we should, we should. Yeah, everyone should floss. <laughs> floss cast. Yeah, floss cast. That's that's the cast that people have waited for. Uh, <laughs> and Laurel, uh, really nothing from Laurel this episode, but she'll stay as my lock. I still feel really, really good about her. I think nothing from Laurel might be the best case scenario. She just continues to like lurk in the shadows. Yeah, she sat out at least one of the challenges. For sure. Um, yeah, so that that's staying put. That's that pretty uneventful in that in that segment. Awesome. Ah, well, that is uh, that is pretty much this that that for. That's a wrap, excuse me, for, for this week's episode. Then you want to do a little bit of a preview for, for kind of something special we're going to do uh, next week, Pat? 
yeah, so we're going to preview after the preview. The preview, as Probst showed us, director's cut. We're coming with a merge next week, which is a very exciting time. That's when, in my that's when the game starts. You want to get mm-hmm. to the merge, and that's when the game starts. Which is again why I like people like Laurel and Sebastian. Sit on the sidelines, let the game come to you later. But in any case, we got the merge coming. We've already brought in hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of viewers to Survivor through mm-hmm. our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a lot of people asking us. They say, "Hey, Devin. Hey, Pat. We're the people." And Man, once the merge comes, I'm going to be going all sorts of excitement. I'm, I'm going to be thinking left, right, and center. I need a recap. I need a recap. And, Dev, what do we tell them? That's why we have a merge cast, an emerge NC cast, and we're going to do it next week, Tuesday night. It's dropping with some sticky, hot merge takes. Hit them with that fire. <laughs> it's what the people want. We're heating up the hibachi, and we're serving it. Uh, and we're going to give all of you people... Uh, a chance pre-merge get your picks in your your top three in the comment section because we're going to post this on instagram too all of our instagram followers uh, get your top three in and we will start to uh we'll we'll have a post merge countdown with the viewers in the in the top three and so Devin, just to, so so while we're doing that no changes because you can you could make a change right now if you wanted to so you could be on even playing field but you like your three I'm, I'm, I'm locked up. I'm locked in. You're locked? Yeah, I'm sticking to it. Um, we can't be backing off our takes. That was more of a test, and we both passed, people. We both Flying passed. colors. All right, well, looking forward to seeing you in a few days, man. Oh, man, can't wait, can't wait. Uh, till next time, I'm Devin. He's Pat. Got nothing for you. We're out. Ta-da.